Will the St. Louis Blues be able to defeat the Flames tonight? Also, the trade deadline is approaching very quickly, and I have some new trade deadline possibilities that can very well happen for our St. Louis Blues. This is all coming up here on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to Locked On Blues here, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the pregame show with the St. Louis Blues as they're out Calgary to take on those flames. I will be seeing the Thunderbirds in person tomorrow, by the way, so I'm going to talk about that because I am very excited. And of course, who are you trading at the deadline? More possible trade deadline scenarios that I will be touching on. And this is going to be a jam-packed episode, again, live on YouTube. So hello to everybody that's live on YouTube. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and uh, subscribe to the show. I love to have you here, so I appreciate anyone that does that. I do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Okay. The St. Louis Blues begin their three-game Western Canada-ish road trip. I say ish because Seattle is not in Canada, but it very well could be in Canada. Just the whole thing. But anywho, three games on the road after their 3 nothing shutout win against the Washington Capitals this past weekend. A huge win for Jordan Binghamton, by the way. The 18 saves that he had were truly vital for him. And I do believe that now heading out to take on teams like the Flames and the Kraken are manageable games that they could easily win. It is the teams such as the Canucks that completely scare me. Um, I don't know if anybody watched uh, the Canucks win against the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, not too long ago. That type of win. You know, they're able to bounce back even when the other teams put up a good amount of fighting. So uh kind of makes me a little bit concerned, but you know, it is what it is. But anyways, I see some of your comments on the YouTube already about trade deadline talk that will be coming up within about five minutes. So just stay tuned with the show. And in about five minutes, I will be talking about all of that. As I always do for my pregame show, I do like to give you the lines. I like to talk about the matchup, and then we'll talk about all the trade deadline stuff. So just stay with me, and I will uh, touch on that. So the first thing I'm going to do today is about our projected lineup. Um, Some things have changed just a little bit. So (laughs) I'm laughing, but I'm not laughing like, haha. I'm laughing because I was thinking about my boy Pavel Buchnevich, and... uh, Remember the game against the Rangers when he got the empty netter and he like slammed his stick for some reason. I don't know why, but that image has just been stuck in my head for the past couple days. All these like videos have now been circulating about him just like hitting the stick. I, I just think it's funny. Anyways, um, so today for projected lineups, we have Robert Thomas. And on the left of Thomas, we will have Pavel Buchnevich and then Jordan Cairo on the right. For our second line, we have Captain Braden Shen, and then we have Braden Saad and Jake Neighbors. I do like Jake Neighbors again in that second line. I think that he has been accumulating some good hockey lately, so I'm happy to see Neighbors kind of get back into the swing of things. 
And then on that third line, we have Kevin Hayes, and he will be winged by Nathan Walker and Alexei Turchenko. Uh, you know, I we'll talk about this. And then we have Oscar Sunquist, and then he will be winged by um, Natika Alexandrov and Sammy Blay. I want to see more out of Sammy Blay. He has been somebody that I feel like has just been hiding just like a little bit, nothing too crazy. It's also 400 NHL games for Oscar Sundquist, so a big one for Sonny tonight. Maybe that will uh, turn into a goal. And then on defense for pairings, we have Nick Letty, Colton Pareko, Tori Krug, and Justin Folk, and Marco Scandella, and Matthew Kessel. Kessel's been really impressive as of lately. I think giving the young guy a chance has been a good thing. And then in net, we have Biddington, so... Nothing too crazy. I think that overall, the most important thing that the Blues need to do is just focus on that chemistry. You will notice that Blay is back in the lineup, by the way. Um, Adam, good day. I mean, he was fine, but I think that Blay is just better. So, uh, still young. I see some of these YouTube comments. Let's go Blues. Let's go Blues back to you. Darkness says this is a pretty important game for the standings. With that said, I think the Blues win 3-1. And yes, this is an important game, but I've come to the unfortunate uh, conclusion that uh, this may not be the Blues' year yet again to make it to the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm just so focused on the draft right now. I mean, I hope you're right. Maybe I'm being a little bit too negative, but I just think that this Calgary team it's a hit or miss. And uh, I don't know. I, I say I don't know because I truly, as I said with the Blues, you truly never know. And they had a great game against the Caps on a Saturday night. But then the game prior, they struggled against them. So sometimes it's really hard to um, talk, I mean, realistically, about how they're going to do. Um, so Biddington did say that that was a tremendous effort top to bottom. We really brought it in. We played the right way and were successful after the game where they won uh, through nothing against the Caps. But here's the thing. The St. Louis Blues, and I love our Blues, okay? And you know that I love our Blues. They make me nervous, okay? They have been 7-4-0 in their last 11 games. Oh, I know. And I don't know. Like, it just makes me nervous with how inconsistent the Blues are. But at the same time, like, the Flames are a little bit inconsistent, too. Um, Lindholm, obviously, one of those players on the Flames. Uh, he's their all-star, all-star by the way. Um, yeah, he's been having a pretty good season, uh, especially in this last stretch. As I've said, the Flames have been killing in their last stretch of games. It just makes me nervous. I don't like it. But, uh... Yeah, the Blues, I mean, realistically, they need to win this one. They are one of the top leaders in the NHL for shorthanded goals. Their power play has been improving. They're decent on the penalty kill, okay? I think that when you match these two teams up, they're very similar. But I think the thing that the Flames have that the Blues don't is just this consistent momentum. And I feel like the Blues, they kind of uh, were having a nice stride of momentum and kind of lost that a little bit. That's just my take. So, again, two teams that are probably not going to be in the playoffs, these two teams, if I'm being honest with you. But at the same time, it could, I don't know, it could be a really interesting game. Um, 
you know, obviously I'm frustrated. I am. I'm frustrated with how the season's been going for St. Louis. I'm frustrated that some of our players that were having hot streaks kind of just stopped. And uh, I, I this is a, such a frustrating team. And I think the thing with the Flames is, is that they're just, as I said, they've been killing it. So how can I realistically, and let's be realistic here for a second, how can I realistically look at the Blues tonight and say, oh, yeah, they have a really good chance of winning. Um, you know, Mark Sherm back in net for the Flames tonight, which is a big thing. Blake Coleman has been doing phenomenal. I mean, phenomenal for the Flames, okay? But they have just been playing such better hockey. And that's what makes me nervous. I don't necessarily think that uh, Calgary is this much better team overall. Um, they are favored to win tonight if you're betting on the money line. And I know what you're thinking, Haley, why would you even look at bets? Well, I like to sports bet, okay? Number one, do not judge me for that. Number two, it's interesting to see how the house feels because on paper, the Blues are statistically better than the Flames. It's just a slash stretch of uh, games where Calgary has really stepped up. And I think that's the problem that's making a bunch of people nervous, including myself, is that, you know, they have really been able to work on their power play. Um, obviously, Kadri, um has been playing well. I mean, there's a lot of good that comes out of Calgary as of recently. And you just have to be realistic. I mean, you look at the Blues, okay? You look at your top goal scorers, which is Robert Thomas, obviously. I mean, the Aussie... And I had to do the accent. Nathan Walker, he has been one of the best things that's happened for this team um, in the past month. But at the same time, like, realistically, the Flames are better at the forecheck. They just play a better overall game. I think that they're in an interesting uh, division themselves, being in the Pacific, where they have some really good teams. I'm not saying, like, obviously there's good teams in the Central, but I think the Pacific has just, you know, Vancouver, Vegas, the Oilers. You could even put in there if you want the Kings even. Even uh, the Seattle um, crack and have been okay. But you're just in a division where you just do have the stride of competitiveness, whereas in our division we obviously have, you know, the three teams that are just on top, which is Winnipeg, Colorado, and Dallas. It's interesting, yeah, but I do think that this will be one of those games where it could be either or. I mean, right now, and I know, Haley, what are we doing? I know. they, The Flames, they have lost their last two games. There's a 3-1 loss to the Oilers and a 4-3 loss to Toronto. But they did recently beat the Golden Knights, which kind of concerns me. But then if you look at the Blues, they did beat the Capitals, but then they had three losses in a row. I mean, they're just both kind of those teams where they're just there, you know. But I do think the Flames are a little bit faster than St. Louis. Um, it's hard. It's hard, right? Because I think that you and I, right, if we're thinking about the St. Louis Blues and you think about, you know, who's consistent. You can't think of any player that's really consistent, can you? I thought Shenny had a good game last game. 
But then if you look at him a couple games before that, you don't see much from him. So it is an interesting thing, right? Where you do have to uh, go into a game like this and be like, you know what? Two similar teams, but the momentum is definitely going towards Calgary. And uh, if you're going to say to me, oh, you know, um, Calgary, I see some of your comments. Calgary doesn't have any momentum. While they did lose their last two games, think about the teams that they lost to. It was the Oilers and the Maple Leafs, two very good teams, and they put up a heck of a fight. So it's different than having some really embarrassing losses that the Blues have had. Um, Wow, I've been going on a rant really fast. I'm going to tell you about my friends over at Game Time. Okay. So personally, I love game time because I love going to different events. Like tomorrow, I will be seeing the Springfield Thunderbirds, uh, which is our AHL team. So I got my tickets on game time. Actually, I found the best prices. I got to see exactly where I was sitting because I have yet to go to this arena that I'm going to. So on game time, I was able to see the best prices, my view from the seat, everything like that. They made it super easy on game time. Two taps, boom, I got my tickets. And I was like, whoa, that was easy. It was really cheap, too. And I enjoyed that. Game Time has zone deals. They have flash deals. So many deals. Like, they honestly just want you to go and have the best time of your life. So that's what I really like a lot about Game Time. So this is what I want you to do, okay? Because Game Time is the absolute best, okay? I want you to take the guesswork out of buying tickets right now with Game Time. Game Time users get $100 off all big game tickets with code VEGAS100. Terms apply. Just download Game Time and use code VEGAS100 for $100 off big Game Time game ticket. Or if you're not good in the game, use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. So really fast, um, a <laughs> little sidetrack here. I am going to see the Springfield Thunderbirds tomorrow, which I kind of mentioned just then, um, up in Pennsylvania. So it's about a couple hour drive from where I live now, but I literally, I, it's felt like forever since I've seen the blues, right? And for me at this point, you know, there's guys on the Thunderbirds that I'm huge fans of, obviously our prospects, and they're going to be playing their Hershey Bears, which is the Capitals AHL team. So I'm just pumped up for this. I'm going as a fan to this one. I have a friend that's actually a Capitals fan. Um, so we're going to go, we're going to see them and it's going to be a lot of fun. I just, you know, here's my thing is that I'm going to enjoy the game. For multiple reasons. One, I am going to enjoy the game because I truly just miss seeing any of my guys. So I'll probably be wearing my blue sweatshirt just because it's going to be cold outside. I'm most excited to see Hugh McGing, my boy Zach Dean, my boy Zach Bolduck. Listen, some of these players like Tanner Dick Dickinson I enjoy. Um, Sam Bidden, another guy that I completely like. Will Bidden got to see the brothers, you know what I'm saying? Uh, am I excited to see Jacob Van? R- no. Uh, Tyler Tucker, <laughs> Leo Loof, oh, big fan of him, yeah. Uh, you know what? I need to be nicer. I mean, Hunter Skinner, all right, excited to see Hunter Skinner. Um, 
Malcolm Subban, baby. I hope he's in net tomorrow. That'd be a uh, buzzing, but definitely one of those things where I'm excited to see her guys. So I think that, uh, It'll be fun for me tomorrow to really be able to see my boys, even though they're not wearing the blue. I mean, they do have the blue note on their sweaters, but it just will be a fun way for me to um, hopefully meet some more St. Louis fans out where I live now. And uh, that's the goal. So if anybody else is going to the game tomorrow, let me know. I feel like I just don't know that many like blues fans in my area. So whenever I do see the blues or I, anything, it's always me going with like people that are not fans of them. And I think that's kind of boring. And this podcast is what keeps me sane. So yeah, if anybody is going tomorrow, knows anybody that's going tomorrow to see the um, Thunderbirds up in Pennsylvania, let me know. I'm excited. And I will obviously be talking about what I, you know, think about how they've been playing. I want to do a whole episode on the Thunderbirds. Um, I, as I said, Zach Dean's like probably one of my favorite players. And I hated the fact that he did not make the final roster. Whole other thing. You can look back this summer to my rant about it. But uh, yeah. Let's go talk to you about Sleeper. It's almost the halfway point of the season, Blues fans. And uh, we kind of need to win. So regardless of where we are in the current standings, I want to remind you that you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked on NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports and especially Daily Fantasy hockey. Because of Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily hockey con- Fantasy hockey contests. And this is when you have to look at your players like a Jordan Cairo, a Robert Thomas, a Jake Neighbors. And you can win big money if they record more or less in their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. To win 100 times bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Blues fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey contests with sleeper. So start paying attention and nailing your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code locked on NHL and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. See sleepers' terms of use for details and locational availability. I see a bunch of comments saying, Let's go, Blues. Let's go, Blues. I am so pumped. Oh, man. I have been uh, really looking forward to this game all day. So let's. Let's do this uh, because I am going to go back to one of the comments. So this is from Groovy um, Caps. This is from the very beginning of the episode. I told you to stick along and you did. Who do you think is going to get traded? Does goalie play better because of trade rumors? So I don't think any of these trade rumors really impact any of the players. I don't think that they really pay that much attention to it. I could be wrong, but I don't think Jordan Bainington is uh, listening to Lockdown Blues saying, yeah, I might get traded. I'm going to play better. No, Um, I think that the Blues are in an interesting position because they're not an awful team, but they're not a great team. They're just kind of in the middle. They're kind of just cruising by. They win some, they lose some. Uh, They're really not turning heads of many. And I feel like if you're not a Blues fan and you're just looking at the Blues, like you're not going to think, oh, this team really sucks. You're not going to think, oh, this team's really great. You're just kind of like, oh, this team's existing. 
And I think that that's the problem is that the St. Louis Blues not too long ago did win that Stanley Cup and they've uh, regressed. And that's not a secret. And what I'm saying isn't a mean thing. I think that it's just one of those realistic things where, I mean, that's the honest truth is that the Blues definitely regressed and are not playing as good hockey as uh, they should be. So um, let's talk about something. And I hate this because, okay, on an episode I did this summer, I talked about the Blues' contract situations, and I talked about basically, you know, all of the insane no-trade clauses and all that. So let's go over who has a no-trade clause again. Because I feel like it's been a while. We kind of need a refresher. So let's go talk about this. And then we can realistically talk about, you know, the trade deadline. So when it comes to no trade clauses, obviously, uh, Braden Shen doesn't have. He has a no trade clause. Um, Boosh has a no trade clause. And it's a modified one. So it includes a 12-team list. So there's specific teams that he would get traded to, right? He has a list, but it's modified. Um, so Saad has a no trade clause. Kevin Hayes has a no trade clause, but he also has a modified one. So he has a 12 team no trade list as well. Um, so Jake Neighbors has an entry level contract. Um, Alexandrov has an entry level contract. Never know the defense, and this is where things get a little bit annoying and frustrating. So, Justin Folk, he has a no trade clause. Krug, obviously, no trade clause. Pareko, no trade clause. Letty, no trade clause. Scandella has a no trade clause. I mean, a, yes, a no trade clause. And he has a seven team no trade list. And Kessel has an entry level contract. So, now that you know all of that, okay, Haley, who could the Blues trade? Well, <laughs> um, Okay, Cairo, but we have a ridiculous contract for him. I'm telling you all the players without a no trade clause. So these are players that would be more easy to move, obviously. Uh, Robert Thomas, but I don't know. We're not doing that. Um, Durachenko, eh, you could get something out of him, right? Uh, Sammy Blay, but who's going to, no offense, but like, you know, who's going to, you know, um, Adam Goudet, uh, Sonny, I don't think anybody's going to really take him. Uh, next season, he's an unrestricted free agent anyways, um, so same as Adam. And then Nathan Walker, same thing, unre- unrestricted free agent next season. No, not next season. And uh, to the, I mean, oh my gosh, I'm messing this up. I have a chart and I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, and the 2026, 2027 season, he's going to be on uh, restricted free agency. He has a couple more seasons. On defense, you really have Tyler Tucker. Um, I don't think anyone, I don't see them moving Tyler Tucker. You have Scott Perunovic again. And, uh, he's a restricted free agent for next season. And you look at net. Oh, by the way, yeah, Biddington has a no-trade clause. And uh, Hofer, obviously, he was on waiver, so that's exempt. And uh, right now on injured reserve, we have Kasperi Kapanen, no-trade clause on that. But again, if you're injured, you can't really do much. And yeah, so overall, 
there's not much that the Blues can realistically do. I mean, you can move maybe Blay, you can move maybe Walker, um, Perunovic. I just don't see that happening. So I think that you're going to have to go to one of those guys that does have one of those modified no trade clauses and uh, talk to them and say, you know what? Here's the teams that you 100% don't want to go to. You have a list, it was submitted, and uh, let's work on something. But realistically, as I said, the Blues are in one of those situations where they have awful contracts. Um, a lot of uh, no trade clauses, which we've known about. So, yeah, it's a little bit of a frustrating situation. Uh, no denying that whatsoever. I, again, would not want to be Doug Armstrong right now because I do feel like that is a tough uh, positioning to be in. But, you know, it's my job to talk about it. So that was a little refresher. Tomorrow I'm going to talk about the game that's going to be taking place tonight against the Flames. I always like to give you my score predictions. I think this is going to be a 4-3 Blues win. I think it's going to be a little bit of a high-scoring game. So hopefully it's in the Blues' favor because they're going to need that before they then go on to take on the Canucks, which uh, I'm kind of dreading. So yay, hockey. All right, I will talk to you tomorrow. And like always, let's go Blues. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.